Welcome in once again to Joe Kelly's Van Chronicles. Thanks for checking out the podcast, guys. I'm Joe Kelly. These are the Van Chronicles. This one's going to be, we're going to do a story this time around. I'm going to kind of mix it up and go, this is like van life, and this is what happens, and this is how it goes down. And then I'm going to tell stories. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm calling this one, Why Did You Park in the Driveway? It's a great, it's a great title, and you'll see why. So my first trip that I took in the, in my van, in Goldie, was like three days, like after I officially moved in, um, I ended up getting like out of nowhere. I had like a long weekend. I had like four days in a row off or something. And it was still, I think it was February. So it was still really cold. And I was like, man, I want to go, I have this van. I'm going to get out of town. I'm going to go somewhere warm. So I decided to go to Louisiana. I set up a, or I got a show in Canton, Georgia along the way at like a little, I think it was like a pizza shop or something like that. And that would have been Friday. So my plan was to leave Friday right after work and then go down, do the show Friday, drive into Louisiana uh, Saturday, do the show Sunday, do the open mic Sunday, and then drive back, I think on, I think Monday? I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. When did I have my transmission fucking problem? Was that a different time? Oh man, I'm getting all I'm getting all confused right now. Let me back it up. So, and I'll see if I can put these pieces of the puzzle together. So I leave work on Friday to go to go do a show in Canton, Georgia. I come out of work. I haven't built a bed in my uh, in my van, by the way, at this point in time. So I just had like a sleeping bag and a pillow top on the ground. It wasn't super comfortable. That's why I built a bed. So I come out of work to a flat tire. It's like, oh fuck. So I got to get this uh, flat tire changed. I got to get a new tire. It's whatever. So I get the tire changed and then I'm running late. So I hit the guy up like, man, I had a flat tire. I'm sorry. I'll be there as soon as I can. It's like, okay, that's fine. Um, so I'm going down and I miss a turn off the interstate or I miss a change or something. So my GPS has me turn around, like take an exit, get back on the interstate. And then rather than going the way it was going to take me, which would have been another interstate. It takes me off on these back roads. So I'm driving at fucking 8.30 at night in the middle of fucking Georgia, and it's pitch black. There aren't any streetlights. Just driving this van trying to get to a show, and I was like, ah, it was a hassle. I get to the show. The show is, like, just about over. The guy who's on stage when I get there is the guy who's on before the headliner. So I get there. guy's like, listen, we can still put you up. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'll do it, whatever. And ate my fucking balls. There were like seven people in the crowd, and it was like a local thing. And it's like I wasn't even there. I just walk in, go on stage, like who's this guy, and just ate my fucking balls that night. <laughs> so I didn't want to stick around. I was gonna get food. The guy's like, "Listen, I'll get you some food or whatever." So I was like, after my set, I ask if I can order food, and the bartender's like, "Oh, the kitchen closed." I'm like, "Ah, it's fine." And then. After the show, I stick around, watch the show. The other guy does great. He did, you know, he got him going. They loved him. Uh, I say, thanks for the time, man. I think I'm just going to, I got a, kind of a long drive, so I think I'm going to head out and, and drive a little bit and get some uh, get some sleep along the way. 
uh, and he's like, oh, well, did you get any food? I was like, no, they said the kitchen's closed. He's like, well, I can, I can have him turn it back on. And I was like, no, man, I don't want to eat my, eat my fucking balls in front of everybody and then have him turn, fire the, fire the old fryer back up for Joe. Like, I don't need that. So I just was like, nah, I'll leave. So I think I stayed at a rest stop in Alabama that night. I love staying at rest stops. I love them so much. I mean, there's all sorts of, all sorts of fun times at rest stops, but that's that's going to be for a different. That'll be for a different podcast. I like them because they're just real chill. They're real quiet. I don't know. I, I just can't. Oh, there's just something so beautiful about this, about a a place that's in between nothing. A lot of times, you know, it's just like. You know, before it, there's nothing, and after it, there's nothing, and that's the only place, and you can just stay there. It's like, oh, there's something romantic about it. I need a water break. Here's a uh, word from our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in to the All-Seeing Eyewitness News Report. I am your host, Baphomet Rockefeller. This just in, breaking news. Vegetables are good for you. Soda pop is not so good for you, but it does taste better than vegetables most of the time. Being active is a good idea. Being lazy is not such a good idea, but sometimes the weight of the world is just too much to carry on. Driving sober is a good idea. Consuming a lot of alcohol and then driving is not a good idea, but sometimes you have to get home. I am Baphomet Rockefeller. This has been the All-Seeing Eyewitness News Report. We'll see you next time. Great sponsors, left and right, I tell you. Welcome back to Joe Kelly's Van Chronicles. We're in the uh, in the middle of the tale of the first road trip, which was going down to Lafayette, Louisiana, to do an open mic at this place called JP's, which I think is since closed. When we last left myself in the van, we were waking up at a rest stop in Alabama somewhere. I think it was Alabama. Could have been Arkansas. Something with a fucking A along the way to uh, to... Uh, Louisiana. So everything's going fine, right? Everything's great. So Saturday, I don't think I did anything Saturday. Maybe the show in in Canton was on a Saturday. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I'm getting my days mixed up. Maybe it was like Canton, Georgia was a Saturday because I don't remember wasting a day in Louisiana. So I think it was, did the show in Canton, Georgia on Saturday and then was going to do the open mic in Lafayette on Sunday. So I think I just bummed around, probably found a place to get coffee, and then went to JP's, which they were doing a... They did a show and then an open mic, and it was uh, Brian Ziola, a guy from Houston, and JT Habersat. I can't remember where he's from, but since then I've seen them a bunch of times. But they did a show, and then uh, and then the open mic was after, and the open mic was fun. And then the guy who was running the show at the time, his name was John. He was like, oh, man, you can come like, come stay at my place. That's where Brian and JT, that's where they're coming. We're going to go smoke a bunch of weed, and uh, we're just going to hang out and kick it. I'm like, all right, perfect. So he's like, okay, I got to close down, but you can head over to my place, and I'll be there like right after you get there. I'm like, okay, fine. Sounds perfect, right? So... I go, I drive over to his house and it's on like a dead end street and I don't know where his house is. So I'm kind of driving slow and looking for addresses and then I pass it and 
Then I go down to the dead end and turn around and there's like this one house that has people in the garage and I'm like going kind of slow. I'm like, this is going to cause me fucking problems. This is going to be a fucking problem. Um, so I go, I just turn around, I go and then I park on the street and what I think is in front of John's house and I eat an orange and throw the orange peel out and then I roll up a joint and all of a sudden I see these headlights start kind of creeping up down the street at me. Like I see these headlights. It's like, okay, they're clearly stopped. They're clearly stopped. And then they just get, start getting a little bit closer, a little bit closer. I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to get out. So I get out and I start walking and then they turn the cop, the guy in the car turns around behind me and I've been drinking a little bit and I just rolled up that joint. So I threw the joint under the van and he's like, what's going on? And I was like, well, I'm just like, I'm from out of town. I do comedy. I just did the show. And my buddy, I'm supposed to be staying at my buddy's house and he was supposed to be right behind me. I don't know where he's at. He's like, all right, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, call him. And I was like, all right, cool. And I'm like, and I called John and I'm like, dude, where are you? He's like, I'm at home. I'm like, I'm outside. The cops are here. I need you to come out because they don't know, like, because the people in the fucking garage, they're like, you were going slow. Like, they don't know you got out of state tags. Like, nobody knows what's going on. And so John came running out. And he's like, no, everything's fine. We're just staying over here. It was one house over. And I was like, okay, great. And uh, I forget. The cop asked a question. And John was just like, yeah. And he just hopped in. He's like, let's just go. And then uh, we pull in the driveway and we're like, let's just get inside. And I look over my shoulder and I see the cops with like flashlights looking down at where like the orange peel was. And I was like, they see that joint. I know they see that joint. So we just go inside, just lay low and smoke some weed and kick it for a little bit. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go sleep in my van. And where I pulled in the driveway, like we were just like, pull in, get out, get in the house. Like we don't want to fucking deal with these people. So I'm just sitting, like I'm just in the driveway. I was like, should I move or anything? He's like, no, nah, you'll be fine. <coughs> and uh, and I'm just sort of like panicking. And I go out and like part of me wants to go and look for that joint. Because it was a big fucking joint I rolled up. Like it was a fat duber. And I wanted to, so I kind of got towards the end of the driveway and I saw headlights like facing at the dead end facing up the street. So I was like, nah, fuck this. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go to bed. I'm just going to go in, lay down and go to bed and say, fuck it. And, uh, so that's what I did. And it's probably like three in the morning. Like it's probably pretty late. So, you know, you're drunk, you're high, you're just going to bed. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, like it was seem like it, it was all of a sudden to me, but a few hours had passed. So now it's like seven in the morning and all of a sudden, my whole van just fucking shakes. And I go, oh no, the cops, the cops are here. I'm done. I'm toast. They found the joint. They're all mad at me. And uh, so like, I'm just freaking out, like half asleep, still kind of buzzing. Like, what the fuck is going on? My whole van just fucking shook. And uh, I look out the front window and I guess it's, it's John's dad in a fucking Mustang. He just fucking nailed me in the driveway like was fucking hauling ass out of the driveway at seven in the morning and like i'm trying to get it together to figure out like how to get out so i can go talk to him because i figured out that if i don't i lock my van with the little remote starter when i'm in it at night if i don't unlock it with the remote starter the alarm will go off so i'm trying not to do that and finally i find it and while i'm trying to find my keys he gets out he looks in my van he looks at his car 
And he's like, oh, and he's kind of walking around for a second. He's like, I guess he has to go to work because it's Monday morning. So he gets back in his car and starts to pull away. And as he's pulling away, like I find my keys and I get out. And I'm like, oh, man. And uh, I look at mine. And he didn't say, he didn't exchange pleasantries. He was just all pissed off. And he was like, uh, why'd you park in the driveway? And it was like, I don't know, this is just where I was supposed to park. You know, most people park in the driveway. I would have parked in the road, but the cops were fucking with me. So I parked in the driveway. And now you're fucking with me. And he was so fucking pissed. And I looked at my van, and there was like a, a decent dent in the bumper. But I'm like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. And it's like, not that big of a deal. Did you see the back of my fucking car? And I was like, no, I didn't didn't see it. I wasn't too worried. Like, he wasn't was going to beat me up. Probably not. But, uh, but he was real mad. And he just sped, and he was like, ah, then just didn't, no names, no insurance, nothing. I was like, ah, do your thing. Like, I don't give a shit. It's really not that bad. Like, I was just dented. It was just a front bumper. It was a good-sized dent. It fucked up my bumper. It ended up, <laughs> it ended up being a problem for me coming out to Seattle. The day I left to come out to Seattle driving, uh, I think I was driving up to Cincinnati to go do a show. And my fucking bumper ripped off because on the side where he hit, it cracked and it finally got so loose that it just ripped off. But he is, why'd you park in the driveways? Because this is where this is where you park, man. Why are you doing fucking thirty in your driveway? Oh, going so fast. And then I was just like, all right, fuck this. I'm just gonna like, I gotta get the fuck out of Louisiana. So I didn't even go back to bed. I just was like, fuck it. I'm leaving. I'm gone. And I think I went and did laundry. I did do laundry. I was like, I need to do some laundry, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna go and do my laundry, get a cup of coffee or something, and there's some kind of warning light that kept coming on. It comes out as the transmission light. So I do my laundry, I drink the coffee and everything, and I'm like, all right, fuck it, let's get back to Nashville. And as I get on the interstate, all of a sudden the fucking like van like starts to shut down on me and I'm like, Oh god, this isn't good. I'm gonna be fucking stuck in butt fuck Louisiana. So I find a garage to go to, and I'm like, I think my transmission's fucked up. And the guy's like, well, we don't do transmission work, but I can kind of take a peek at stuff, check hoses and all that. I was like, I think I'll just go to a transmission place. So I go to this transmission place. They can't look at my stuff. Like They, they can't get to, it's probably, it's probably like 11 in the morning. It's still, you know, pretty early doing laundry it's probably between 10 and 11 so i take it there like we can't look at it right now but we'll we'll get to it at some point in time so i go down to some fucking euro place and kill the day and then i finally walk back and they're like okay well you don't need a new transmission you just need some hoses and they're cracked and blah 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 i was like oh fuck i should have just let that guy look he probably could have replaced him for a lot cheaper and done it right then but i didn't and they couldn't fix it that day so they're like Okay, this is what we can do. They call the lady. She was so sweet. She goes, sometimes what we do for our little travelers is if you come back tomorrow morning and you come in like an hour before we officially open, we can get you out of here before we start working on anybody. And I was like, okay, great. She's like, you'll be fine. Just don't drive it a whole bunch. So I just went and found a parking lot to sleep in and then woke up and, and took it to her. And it probably took from like 7 until 930. It took a while. I don't know. It seemed like it took a long time, but maybe that's what it needed. I didn't care. They replaced the hoses, and they were so nice. And then I drove the fuck back to Tennessee. And (laughs) and that was it. (laughs) But it was such a trip. Because I kind of just dove into living in my van. Like, I didn't, you know, I I guess I prepped a little bit. Like, there were some days when I stole the car when I was taking naps in my car, like in the park, just to get, 
used to sleeping in something that wasn't like a bed. Other than that, it's been just flying by the seat of my pants. I've just been figuring it out, you know, since the day I decided to not, to just dip out of that fucking, that attic. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. And the roommates, like I just don't, roommates are tough, man, especially when you don't know them. They were just guys I found off Craigslist that were students at fucking Vanderbilt. You know, one's a fucking neuro a neuroscientist or studying neuroscience and then burning fucking hot dogs in the in the goddamn kitchen. It's fucking idiot. I'm 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 a neuroscientist. Well you fucking boiled one hot dog and you fell asleep and now I'm gagging because of all the smoke. But no one else is waking up. But you know, it's like Jesus Christ. The other one was in a CrossFit and I'm not dealing with some fucking cult. You fucking dead eyes. Quit trying to have forced conversation with me. Just leave me alone. So I bounced. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I'm not. I just can't. Like, how are you going to be? You're so smart, but you just fucking, I'm going to boil. Put the hot dog in the microwave. If it's one, you fuck. If you're going to boil hot dogs, boil at least three, you know, save them or eat them all. You're going to boil one fucking hot dog and then fall asleep so all the water goes, the boils off. And then you got just a fucking charred hot dog just cooking on the goddamn stove. And your bedroom's right next to the kitchen and you didn't wake up. And then after I fucking open up all the windows and doors like 20 minutes later, you're like, oh, did that hot dog burn? You fucking did it burn? Fuck yeah, it burned. You dipshit? God damn. That's why I live in a van. <laughs> Because I get irritated. <laughs> Just by dummies. Just by dummies. That was the first tale. It was such a such a learning experience. Louisiana's beautiful. I'd never been to the state either. It's a beautiful state. It's very cool. Lafayette's a great town. They do a show at Poets you should check out if you're ever in there. They're great. It's a real uh it's a it's a fun it's a fun town. Baton Rouge also has a really good comedy scene in Louisiana. I don't know about New Orleans. I've heard good things, but uh I haven't had any luck getting shows there, so I don't know. But Baton Rouge and Lafayette are both very dope places. Just don't park in fucking John's driveway or his dad will back into you and then get mad at you. I'm sort of, it's, I would have, I'd feel bad. Like, I have no idea how bad his Mustang was, like what happened to it exactly. But I would feel, I'd feel bad if he wasn't a dick. He made it so easy just to not give a fuck. Because he was such a he was such a prick about it, gonna fucking get all amped up and have your fucking face all red because you fucked up. All you had to do was look. What are you in such a hurry for? You got to get to fucking work. You're running late. That's not my problem. Gonna be a fucking asshole because you fucked up. Made it so easy. Just go, eh, whatever. You know, because you should have fixed my. He should have fixed my bumper. That would have been the nice thing, but it's not that big of a deal. I put a new one on myself, so I like that I, I got to uh, I got to do that. I got to go to a junkyard and rip a, a bumper off a, an older minivan and then put it on mine, and I like doing that. So thanks, John's dad, for fucking my shit up. You you made me feel uh, you made me feel like a, a worthwhile. I justified my existence to the world that day by putting a bumper on my minivan. I guess. It just feels cool. Working on shit feels cool. And I've never put a bumper on anything before. And I think I did a pretty good fucking job. So hats off to you, John's dad. I hope uh, I hope you I hope you paid somebody a lot of money to fix your Mustang. You angry piece of shit. <laughs> but please let me stay in your driveway if I'm ever coming through again. I'd really appreciate it. Nah, I'll find other places. <laughs> Always a good time. 
thanks for that's going to wrap up story time and uh, we'll do it again real soon. We'll have another episode. Make sure you, you keep checking out the episodes. I appreciate you listening. Go to uh, my website if you'd like, joekellycomedy.com, K-E-L-L-E-Y. Twitter, Instagram, the handle is at Utilize Shrooms, a very good positive mushroom message. Make sure you take your mushrooms with purpose, people. And uh, again, if you have any questions or something pops up in your head where it's like, oh man, I wonder what it's like I wonder what this is like. How do you do this? Because you live in a van. A lot of people don't live in vans. If you have any questions or anything, find email me. Find me on something, Twitter, Facebook. You can email me if you go to my website. My email address is there. Just hit me up or just say, hey, there's also some shirts and posters and shit on my website you can buy. It's all, all very fun stuff from past tours and the Booty Man saga. We'll do a whole episode about the Booty Man. You'll figure out who he is real soon. Thanks for checking it out, guys. I appreciate your time. Talk to you soon. Uh, do great things love each other all that fun stuff be easier to love too give people an easier time just relax if everybody relaxes we'll all get through this shit together we're all just trying to get by man one love Rastafari